What's up, Bulls Nation? You find yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave right there. Up ahead on today's episode, Bulls get their fifth straight win to head into all-star break atop the East. 125-118, the final over the Kings. DeMar DeRozan making NBA history all the while. We get more good news on the Bulls' injury front with Zach Levine and Alex Caruso right before tip-off of that game. And during this game, we get news of the Bulls doing some stuff on that buyout market. Did Big Dave call it or did Big Dave call it? That's all next on a Fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in to Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave Watson at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls and hit us up with that text to voicemail line 331-979-1369. We're doing mailbag on Friday. That's tomorrow. Mm. So send us your Bulls thoughts, y'all. Today's episode brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Lockdown Bulls sent you. Big Dave, what a fun episode we have on deck here. We got to talk first and foremost about a Bulls win over the Kings, their fifth straight. How are you, you, my friend? Matt, this is the most big day show of big day shows because it is all good news. It is all awesome things happening the positivity is just raining throughout my body and i can't wait to explode it on all the loving and adoring bulls nation people uh the bulls get a win against the new look kings with uh demontis sabonis after that trade went down with the pacers right up before the deadline and uh look sabonis was the same player as always that the uh, bulls have faced countless times uh, against their central division rival P- Pacers, he had a twenty and ten game, uh, as he always is wont to do, mm-hmm. uh, twenty two and twelve for that matter, along with eight dimes. But once again, Demar Derozan was the biggest headline, uh, making NBA history. It was funny after the game, Big Dave De- Demar to hear him say, "Yeah, you know, I felt like it was really wasn't a great shooting night for me." Um, <laughs> he was sixteen <laughs> of twenty seven. Uh, so <laughs> he had 38 points, uh, as many Bulls fans were made aware watching that game, if they weren't already making NBA history, that is now seven straight games in which DeMar DeRozan has scored 35 or more points, all the while shooting 50% or better from the field, breaking mm. a record once held by Wilt, the stilt mm. Chamberlain. Uh, th- and I think, you know, you may have mentioned this cause we touched on the fact that he tied this record in a previous episode, Dave, comparing him to one of the greatest centers in NBA history right. that that 50% or better from the field. That's because Will was dunking it or laying it in the basket. DeMar is yeah. doing this in the mid range game. Just amazing. Yeah. And at, like you said, a small forward position, Matt, when you start reaching you people, you know, break records and things like that all the time, but it's different when you start reaching the mythology of the NBA and when you start talking about Michael Jeffrey Jordan and Wilt the Steel Chamberlain, you're you're reaching mythological numbers, numbers that people are like, that's insane and will never be spoken of or touched ever. All right. So when you start saying, you know, you're doing something that Michael Jordan has never done, 
it feels weird to say it. You know what I'm saying? Because you're talking about, you know, like Zeus. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like you're, you're talking about Greek mythology. You know what I'm saying? When you're talking about breaking Mike and you're talking about um, uh, Wilt. So when he broke Wilt, because if you look at it, Wilt did it twice. Wilt, mm-hmm. <laughs> Wilt did six in a row twice, which is insane. And then DeMar just comes along chilling on a brand new team, age of 32. Mm-hmm. Everybody said he, he was a terrible pick, and he just comes along and does it. And, I mean, every game, Matt, it just was like, this is this is amazing. Like, you're just blown away by it because you know what's coming. You know what's going to happen. The double team is going to happen. But then it comes to a point where you can't double team because – and we'll get into him later because my man Kobe White doing his thing. But it's just amazing to watch, Matt. Like, I, I think I've said that word a thousand times because I've run out of words to describe DeMar DeRozan. So I'm like, let me just stick with one. Let's just say it's amazing. And unbelievable, man, and mythological. And it's I'm just so happy that he's doing it here for my favorite team. Yeah, and look, I think the other thing that is so impressive about what DeMar's doing in this stretch of seven games, not only scoring so efficiently and leading this Bulls team to these victories, but that he's also averaging 5.6 assists in these seven mm, games. Correct. And look... When the Bulls were heading to the fourth quarter, they kind of let the Kings get back into, I believe it was a two-point game at the end of the yeah. third quarter. And you're like, all right, well, it's, it's DeMar time. It's closing time. Cue semi-sonic, you know? Mm-hmm. And DeMar missed his first two shots in the fourth oh, quarter. God. And you're like, okay, like those are his two misses. He's hitting everything else. But then the next couple times down the floor when the Bulls were kind of sputtering offensively to start the fourth, what did DeMar do? He found the hot hand. That hot hand being Kobe White and Kobe hit two big threes early in the fourth quarter to keep that Bulls train going and tell DeMar, all right, now give me the ball back. And DeMar did what he did. Finally got to the free throw line in the fourth quarter. He didn't get to the free throw line until the final minute of the third. Mm. All the while, the Kings were shooting free throws like crazy. I don't know what the rest were smoking at the UC on Wednesday night. But again, it's about DeMar not just being dominant and ball dominant for the Bulls but being a smart player in crunch time. And that was crunch time. Like that, that was a close game against that good, that good Kings team. And the, that Kings team had rattled off some impressive wins recently. That was not a belly up gimme of a win that maybe some people thought it was going to be, but DeMar not only dominant scoring, but making the right reads and the right plays when he, of course, started seeing a lot of double teams and even triple teams late in that game. It's true. And you're right. Shout out to the Kongs, man, because my man, uh, my guy, De'Aaron Fox, was going off in that oh, entire game. Man. He, he was on one. He has not and shot that well at all this season. I don't know where no, that came from. I'll tell you exactly where it came from. It came from Sabonis. Uh, when Sabonis got there, look at his numbers since Sabonis has been there. They, they're on the uptick. He's averaging like 27 since Sabonis walked in, man. Like everything kind of went up. For him, that picture of them hugging after that first game, that was mm-hmm. that was real. Because <laughs> De'Aaron is like, thank you. Oh, my God, thank you. And just watch the pick and roll action that they ran all game long with, with Sabonis and just how easy he makes the game for those uh, players around him, man. So, yeah, great game by Sabonis. A near triple-double, two assists away from it. Also two steals. Uh, but De'Aaron, 33-6-9. Like, yeah, can't say enough about how well they played. But the problem is they didn't have that dude, DeMar. And DeMar is just an unreal human being, but they also didn't have that dude, Kobe White. Because Kobe White went insane. Because I've been praying and wishing and hoping 
for a 30 point performance from Kobe White. I kept, I was tweet, I can't remember the last time I tweeted it out, but I was like, I feel a Kobe White 30 point game coming on. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. He just, because it, you know, it reminded me of, it reminded me of uh, his rookie year when he would have those spurts, you know, like he would, you would see it early. You would say, oh, okay, yeah, he's doing something here. Oh, okay, yeah, he's doing something here. But then he started getting it together and putting together those performances, and then the world blew up. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get a chance to finish. It feels like it's still around that time, right? It feels mm-hmm. like it's around that time, time kind of time frame where he gets comfortable, starts acclimating and filling it out. And now he's a kind of exploding on guys right now, man. 31, 5, and 6. 6 of 11 from the three-point line. I don't even know his fourth quarter numbers. I need to check them out. But he went insane in the fourth, man. He and DeMar in the fourth mm-hmm. are are. Like you said, closing time. <laughs> closing time. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to touch a little bit more on on the game Kobe had, and also the Rook Io holding it down out there for the Bulls. Um, we will do that next. But first, today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. Football season might be over, folks, but what does that mean? It means the basketball is in full swing for both pro and college hoops. For all the latest odds, totals, player performance props. To where the next fired coach is going to land, Tibbs? Question mark. <laughs> BetOnline.net <laughs> is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's just not basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for everything: NHL, hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympics coverage and information. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline. It's where the game starts. You mentioned the onslaught of Kobe White that was maybe due, uh, and certainly on a night when when the usual sidekick to DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine's getting the night off. We'll t- touch on the good news on Zach in a minute, but mm-hmm. Kobe White not only showing you that he is one of the most lethal three-point shooters when he gets going and hot in the NBA – but that again, and we've talked about this a little bit more recently, Dave. You've you've seen growth in Io Desumu in just his rookie season when it comes to doing some of the ball handling and point guard duties he was doing at U of I, but you're also seeing it with Kobe White and the ways in which he is comfortable picking and choosing his spots to score and to facilitate and distribute. And I thought that Kobe White was making very strong decisions throughout this game against the Kings. He had six times and only one turnover. And I think that's another big part of Kobe's improvement compared to his first two NBA seasons is he is taking much better care of the basketball. Yeah, and also um, happy belated birthday to Kobe White because he was celebrating uh, a birthday out there. Somebody else's birthday today. Hey, the GOAT. Take a quick moment of silence to honor the GOAT real quick. And there it is. So, Kobe White, man. I just honestly, as, as I was talking about last segment, I've been waiting on this kind of performance scoring wise from him. But I like how you, Matt, keep talking about the facilitating that he's doing, because you're right. That can't be talked about enough because that was not his M.O. And that was a, that was one of the things that people thought he could not do. Like he just wasn't going to be able to be that guy that could facilitate, get other guys involved and keep from keep the turnovers low. He's showing, man. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can do that. And I can do that at a very damn high clip. To the point where you got to have me in the game. The 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 skill and what he's doing, though, Matt, in the fourth quarter gives the Bulls a beautiful problem because now he just gives you more options 
of what lineup you can run in the fourth quarter against who. And that's why I can't wait for everybody to kind of get back is because I want to see what Billy Don he gets to pick what he wants to do in the fourth quarter. There is no, there won't, I don't think there'll be a, there'll, there'll definitely be a, a set lineup that he will probably usually go with, but mm-hmm. it gives him options when Kobe White is doing stuff like this because he has done it all in the fourth quarter. When we were at the game, that's when Kobe White was closing it out, was in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. When the game, the next game, it was Kobe White doing his thing in the fourth quarter. It was always the fourth quarter with him. And it makes it simple and easier for guys like DeMar DeRozan to do, to get away from double teams because all he does is run that action with Kobe White kind of sitting on the elbow near him. So as soon as De'Aaron Fox would come over to him, he was it was cooking time. You know what I'm saying? He was like, cool, mm-hmm. bet. You leaving Kobe open? Here's the ball to Kobe, cash money. And I mean, it's water. It's water when it hits the net, man. Like, it's not even close in the fourth quarter. It's just all net. And here's something interesting he's doing I'm, that I, I saw him do a lot more of. He's not doing this celebration anymore. Like, Kobe was a very animated guy, right? Mm-hmm. When he was here, his rookie, he was incredibly animated. He's hitting these threes. It's like business as usual, man. You know why? Because your team takes on the identity of its best player. Your team takes on the identity of its coach. So when your coach ain't like that, and DeMar DeRozan ain't no guy like that, everybody else kind of follows suit, man. But I'm so proud of Kobe. I really am. It's um, it's a wonderful problem for Billy Donovan to have to think about the fact that Kobe White and Io DeSumo are going to go back to bench roles at yes. some point in, yeah. the, in the not-too-distant future. Um, you know, Lonzo Ball, you know, when he comes back from his knee, we'll go back to the starting lineup. Alex Caruso goes back to being probably your first guy off the bench. Yeah. Zach Levine, more good news. Again, we'll talk about that in a second. Cleared to play. Kobe and Io have both shown you so much as being capable playing 35 or more minutes in starting roles. The way that they have matured, the way that they're handling these late game pressure situations for guys as young as they are. And then you and then you get that kind of experience and wealth of experience and confidence coming off your bench instead Mm -hmm. of in your starting lineup because honestly what has been the bulls biggest weakness over the last stretch of you know a dozen or so games yes the the defense the point of attack defense has certainly taken a big hit with no lonzo and no caruso but just with the sheer absence of bodies the bulls bench the defense and the bench are the two biggest weaknesses. The Bulls put up what 120 whatever points, 125 in this game against the Kings. They got eight points from their bench. Mm. Eight. Mm. Eight of 125 came off mm. the bench. But now you're talking about Io, his ability to play make and score. Kobe, his ability to play make and score, going back to being huge pieces of your bench unit. Yeah, it's colossal, man. And also three of those points came from my man, Matty Legend, for drawing that foul oh, on the okay. three-point shot. Baby, go, okay. Matty, do your thing, baby! <laughs> Ter- in there. Terrible game on Wednesday night. <laughs> terrible game. All I know is he threw off De'Aaron Fox and made him miss his first shot of the game. That's all I know. He was The man was 7-7. Seven to seven. You brought in Matty Legend on him. Clank City is all it's, I'm trying it's to It's like he and Troy Brown Jr. have a secret side bet going about who can be the more <laughs> useless player. My God. <laughs> you know what? Maddie's, I understand. Anything you can't do, I can't do better. I can't hey. do anything worse <laughs> than you. No, you can't. <laughs> yes, you can't. But here's the thing with Matt, Matt, with Maddie Legend, Matt, 
I know where he stands because he's the 15th player on the roster. <laughs> for me, it's more egregious for Troy Brown Jr. Because I kind of need Troy Brown Jr. They needed that dude in his size and what he's doing. As soon as everybody's healthy, Matty Legend with <laughs> it's on it's on the biz. He's gonna be jumping that rope and looking wonderful doing that stuff, man. So we won't have to see him no more, man. Oh, but yeah, man, it's a it's a, such a wonderful problem that we haven't had in such a long time. All these options. And all these guys who can play both sides of the ball. Because now you have to put Kobe White in that category as a guy who can play both sides of the ball. He already knows what you can, he can do offensively. The defense has improved. It's just mm-hmm. what it's true. Like, you have to put that in there. Like, yeah, I'll be okay defensively, you know, leaving Kobe in. I'm not saying he's world beating, but he's he can he'll run the play. He's moving his feet. He's not getting stuck on picks. You know, he's, he's filling the lane when you're trying to uh, – uh, get those quick passes in to your to your big man. Those guys are coming in with that death by a thousand cuts, man. And and I promise you, that's just all Caruso stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just all Caruso and how those guys swarm. You saw how they swarmed on Sabonis mm-hmm. uh, whenever he would get that ball later on in the game. I mean, just swarmed him. It was awesome to see. But man, Kobe and Ayo, what did Ayo have? Six assists again uh, mm-hmm. last night. Yeah, um, Ayo, Kobe, and Demar combined for 18 assists. It's beautiful, man. And like you said, when, when you're not getting the bench help. That, that you need because your bench guys are in the starting lineup, it just makes it feel so much better because you're like, you know what your bench is capable of now. Mm-hmm. You know what their bench can do. So if your starting lineup isn't going to be cooking and doing what they do, I know what I have on my bench. I know what guys can come in and, and what they can provide and how hot they can get. Even if it's I just need them defensively, I know they can provide that. So they can provide pretty much anything that you need that you're missing. We have so many pieces that can provide that for the Bulls, even with the size, you know, even with the switching, they can do all these things, man. But yeah, having guys like Kobe and Ayo, and I love Matt, I love how Kobe and Ayo are learning to play together and playing mm-hmm. off of one another. They look for each other now. Kobe They're looks also for both Ayo. looking for Vooch a lot. Yes. Oh, 21 and 10. I ain't hearing that Vooch talk no more, is all I'm saying. I ain't heard it in a minute. I kind of miss it. Come on and give it back. An, to another bad night from behind the three point line. One of six, uh-huh. but you know, you know, twenty one and ten. <laughs> give me but, that, man. But more importantly, the fact that the Bulls' two young guards that are playing a lot right now are doing a very good job of finding him. Yeah, and and a lot of Bulls they didn't want Vooch taking threes anyway. They didn't want him doing that no yeah. way, man. But but I want him. This is why I want him to take threes because if he's gonna be left open, he, and and I got a guy that can shoot that at a high clip. I kind of want him to take those threes, but forget that fact because he's still scoring and he's still providing and still doing his thing, even though that three-point shot isn't falling, and that's what really good centers do in this league. But, yeah, mm-hmm. Matt, Kobe White, Io, Fire and Ice, man. It's, they've just been awesome, dog. Fire and Ice are doing their thing. I love also, it. quick shout-out to Javante Green. Another monster oh. game, 15.6 boards, five Javantes on defense. My goodness. <laughs> you know, there was – Earlier this season, uh, uh, a, a good friend of both of ours, a mutual friend of ours who bugs me more than he bugs you, has been one of the Javante haters out there in Bulls Twitter saying that, yeah, okay, he plays great defense, but his offensive presence is just so blank, so zero, that defenses ignore him, and then mm-hmm. it creates you know spacing problems, uh, and, and basically it, it's like a free double team for Zach or DeMar or whoever, but... I mean, and maybe it's Billy coaching him up a little bit and telling him when to seize these opportunities. 
but you're starting to see Javante move off the ball a lot more effectively. He's making backdoor cuts. He's making weak side cuts. He's cutting through the paint for these amazing slam dunks. And to his credit, he looks like a very reliable floor spacer now. He was three of four from downtown. He was what? drilling threes when you and I went to that Wolves game last Friday what? night. What? I mean, if Javante could give you 15 points in addition to the Dude. defense he's giving you, man. Dude. A nasty squad and Bulls fans, and I don't want to say get too hard into this, but I'm gonna need y'all to stop looking for things to be mad about. <laughs> and I'm talking about Javante. Javante is one of them, Matt. Listen, Maddie Legend. I'm don't send me no more stats. That's what, that's, that's what about Matt too, Dave. Uh, Matt, please, I don't want to read no painstaking <laughs> stats that y'all have broken down about the 15th <laughs> dude on the roster. All right? Like, I don't care. It's Matt Thomas. He'll never play again when we get a guy out there. Man, we know what he is. I don't want to see the Javante Green stat. Already, we know that. But what I do like, Matt, is that how they continue to prove everybody wrong when they tell them they can't do this. Oh, Kobe's going to be trash. He can't do it. Bow. Fooch is trash. He can't do it. Bow. Javante's trash. He can't do it. Bow. Matt Thomas is trash. He can't do it. You'll never see him again when everybody gets back. <laughs> There's your power on that. So just relax. Relax. Enjoy the season, y'all. Tell, telling Bulls fans not to look for things to be mad about is like telling <laughs> drug-sniffing dogs not to look for drugs. I know, man. It's a big undertaking. I understand what this is, but damn it, it needs to be said, all right? It's got to be said, man. Y'all got to come on. Come on, man. Just relax. Chill. Go, go to Cancun on the All-Star break. Have a good time. Relax. Uh, one of my good buddies is actually in Cabo right now with his girlfriend, Ooh. lucky bastard. Um, <laughs> we uh, we got to talk about some roster updates, both injury-wise and buyout-wise. We'll do that next. But first, Big Dave, give the people yes. what they want, would you please? Oh, you know what you want. You want to talk about them car parts. Because with that weather outside, it's frightful. But these prices are so delightful. Oh, yes, I did do that. Did I put Christmas in here? I think I did because it's rockauto.com spending 30, 50, 100% more for those same parts from a chain store, a car dealership. Not here. You go to rockauto.com because they got reliably low prices for every single customer serving those do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. All them parts that you're going to need, the tail lamps, the brake parts, the motor oil, the new carpet, whatever you need, they are going to have it for you, all right? So what you do is you go explore that easy-to-use website today and find a solution for all of your auto part needs. Just go to rockauto.com, see all the parts that are available for your car or your beautiful truck, Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about a section that's locked on? Write that in there. And that will let them know that my man Matt Peck and your man Big Dave sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Come on, Bulls fans. Get rid of that negativity and sing it with me. Right. Oh, no. Come. Let's go. Woo! Bulls fans. Mm. <laughs> mm. Dave is feeling those good vibes today. I told you Love this is my show today, Matt. This, this is the day for me today. <laughs> um, in the good news department, we were sitting waiting on bated breath when we did our episode yesterday. We still had not heard anything official. Just an ominous tweet from Zach and, and a couple of secondhand you know, words from Vooch. But then we got it right before the Bulls game, Billy Donovan talking, saying Zach Levine's visit went very well. 
Some swelling was taken out of his knee. He was given the lubricant to help, and he's cleared for activity within 48 hours. Levine is eligible physically to attend All-Star. There will be a meeting with Bulls doctors about minutes, but Donovan said the doctors feel totally fine about Zach resuming play, and the entirety of Bulls Nation... <laughs> huge sigh of relief after Zach absolutely understandably went to get that second opinion, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes us, uh, Twitter gift detectors, uh, detectives feel a little bit better too, because of all the studying we've did. I almost watched the voice. (laughs) I've never watched the voice a day of my life. I almost watched the voice just to find out what was up with Zach, but it was really good, um, to see that. And I was very, very happy that he to hear that news because his goal was to, you know, participate, you know, in an all-star game, which is important for a guy who's not used to really being at those things. He knows how important it is for him to be there and be on the court. And also what I talked about a lot last time, Matt, when they said that he was an all-star, having a seat at the table, that is very, very important. So now he can be there talking, having conversations with guys on and off the floor. And that's what is awesome. And now I got two of them. I got him and Devar. It's amazing. So, yeah, I'm very, very happy that Zach is going to be healthy and ready to go for when the season starts because, you know, that gauntlet part two kicks off uh, for the Chicago Bulls as soon as the All-Star break ends. Yeah, so uh, they did confirm that they drained some of whatever was causing the swelling in Zach's knee when he went out to L.A. for that doctor visit. And so maybe we could be talking about that as something that is routine procedure for Zach throughout the rest of this season and the playoff run. Um, I, I think just as far as a level of concern, you could make your peace with that if what Zach was really looking for was just the mental relief of getting the opinion of the doctor who worked with that knee of his before when he was coming off the ACL Mm -hmm. and saying that whatever this minor discomfort is, minor swelling, minor stiffness occasionally, it's not something where he is going to risk a significant injury to that knee by playing on it. And it's just a matter of not, not just, you know, some mild pain toleration, but tolerating uncomfortability within that mm-hmm. knee and that if mm-hmm. they can get him treatment steadily through the rest of the season to minimize not only the pain but that level of discomfort based on whether it be swelling or stiffness that mm-hmm. it's something that we knowing as tough as Zach is will absolutely play through so if everyone is telling him it's okay no structural damage your knee is fine just a little bit of occasional swelling and we can work with that mm-hmm. then I think we should all feel okay about that. Cause I, I, I was yeah. getting worried. I, I, and I know I'm not the really? only one. Yeah. <laughs> A little surprise. Um, yeah, Matt, no, everything you said is dead on. I, I think what also is very helpful is the fact that, you know, he hadn't played, you know, in this game, you know, and was taking his time and things like that. But the fact that this all-star break hits, I mean, it, it's just the perfect timing. Mm-hmm. For a guy who doesn't like to rest, being forced to take one. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, this, they're like, no, you're going to sit down because there are no games for you to play. So you got to sit down and you got to chill out, all right? So you're going to, except for like a three-point contest and a couple minutes off the bench in an all-star game. Okay, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. Those are exhibitions, you know, fine. You know, play with your friends. There'll be no real defense there. You know, put on the show and that's okay. 
But outside of that, there's no going at another team because we got to get this victory kind of game going on for Zach Levine. And that's very good for a guy who is as competitive as he is, who we have seen. He has shown over these years he does not like to miss games. He's going to be out there no matter what. He's got to carry his arm. I I think that all the time, Matt, to that time we saw him in Dallas and him just limping, you know what I'm saying, like down the – I'm sorry, we were at the United Center, and he was just mm-hmm. limping towards us, like, hey, mm-hmm. what's up, guys? And we're like, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, why are you here, bro? We told him, we were like, dude, go home. Like, go dude, home, go man. <laughs> like, look at you, man. But it, showed, it told you a lot about him and what yeah. he feels like as a professional and as a competitor. It says a whole lot about Zach Levine. The cherry on top in the good news department was that we also heard from Billy Donovan before this game on Wednesday that Alex Caruso is expected to be cleared to resume dribbling and shooting in seven to ten days. Now, before Bulls fans get ahead of themselves, this does not mean that his six to eight week timeline suddenly is now a seven to ten day timeline when you're talking about him putting on a jersey and playing in a Bulls game. But I still think it, uh, th- there is reason for mild optimism here that we know that he has been allowed to keep up his conditioning work because it's just a rich wrist injury. You can right, get your right. butt on the treadmill with you know a brace on your wrist. So Absolutely. we won't necessarily have to deal with some other injuries, maybe like Lonzo's, when Caruso comes back, conditioning being a factor. But yeah. that on top of that good news is the good news that if he's allowed to pick up a basketball, start dribbling, start shooting in a week from now, in a week and a half mm-hmm. from now, then maybe, you know, it, it's not that long before he's cleared for five-on-five five practice. And then, you know, final green light could be right around the corner. So you could be talking about Caruso coming back mid-March. Yeah, and again, Matt, we get we get a free week because 7 to 10 means basically the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. So after the All-Star break, you can resume, you know what I'm saying, uh, shooting a basketball again. That's why this break is so important. You know what I mean? That's that free week off he's going to get that he can take his time and get reacclimated. So when he starts getting driven that basketball, the Bulls will just be starting up, you know what I'm saying, their season one more time and he'll be getting ready. He kind of gets a head start, you know what I'm saying, off of those things. So that's really, really good, man. So that's awesome news to hear um, that he's going to be doing that because remember, a lot of Bulls fans, including, you know, you, had the doom and gloom about it because of how it was said because they were like after six to eight you'll be reevaluated and, and Bulls has heard that reevaluated oh, so he's right. never he might not ever yeah. play again yeah. ever. Was like, I, I was I was preparing myself for the fact that they wouldn't get Caruso back yeah. until the playoffs started and hopefully when the playoffs started yeah that was not my mind that was not what I was thinking at all because, and it, but it was only because of how he played in the Bucks game with the injury Mm-hmm. Like he still played, you know what I mean? And he still was contributing until it just got unbearable. And then he went out the game. I'm like, well, if he could play with that, there's this possibility he'll he'll be back. But again, I understand why Bulls fans feel these things. I, I've been a Bulls fan all my, all my life as well. I get it. <laughs> I completely understand it, man. Uh, but it's just good news. It's just really, mm-hmm. really good news. And I'm just happy to get it on a day where the good news just kept on coming. And if you're a fan of this move, the last piece of good news we're talking about right now before we get out of here, Tristan Thompson, Big Dave. Shams tweeted this like halfway through the fourth quarter of this Bulls-Kings game. And I was like, what? why is this news dropping now? Turns out that news dropped now because 
Pacers coach Rick Carlisle, you know, spilled the beans as part of his post-game comments after the Pacers wow. game ended. Dude, how wild. Petty was that? How petty was that? <laughs> like, seriously, man. And uh, talking to our guy Nick, who does Locked On Mavs, who I do uh, Locked On NBA with, he what said, no, man, Car- Carlisle does stuff like this. <laughs> he was like, he does this stuff. This is how his thing all the time. I'm like, yeah, well, keep that in the Western Conference then. Why you got to bring that over here? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not necessary uh, because you're mad try, about try it. Trying to get the Bulls in trouble? Like, yeah. That, didn't it feel the best, like that? Billy Donovan after the game was like, I, I don't know anything about that. I mean, like, what you talking about? I don't know nothing, man. Hey, man, I, I coach. <laughs> I was coaching a game. I don't yeah. know anything about that. Here's here's one thing. Listen, I'm not going to get into uh, what Tristan Thompson uh, means because I've been saying it for months <laughs> about what Tristan Thompson is and why they should get him. And why he should be here. I've been saying it for a lot of months. You guys, I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about so it. So long that years here. ago, John dubbed our guy Dave here a born again Tristan. <laughs> yes, 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 he did. This is the best, as you can see. And shout out to John Sabai, who came up with that, man. Follow him at jsabai214 on Twitter, man. That's our guy right there. Oh, man, I laughed so hard when he said that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So brilliant! It's so brilliant! It's so damn brilliant! And these and and oh, that's a T-shirt, by the way. Mm, 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 mm. I'm not. I'm not wearing that T-shirt. You can yes, you knock are. knock yourself out. Yes, you are. You will wear that. Let, let him come <laughs> in and do what you like. You gonna be like large, please. <laughs> Can't wait to put that on. But here's the thing, Matt. That I wanted to say, uh, Tristan, and this is something I didn't know. Tristan Thompson is good friends with DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. I had no idea of this until DeMar talked about it, you know, at, at the post game. Like mm-hmm. that, that really surprised me. He said, no, he's one of my, my good friends in the league on and off the court. Mm-hmm. He's one of my good friends. We talk all the time. I was like, what? Oh God, this is even more perfect. So y'all already know each other and like each other. So I know he's going to be all right then. So it's a perfect match. And, and that's why I liked it so much is that, you know, DeMar signs off on it. You know, he was like, yeah, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. All right, bet that's your guy for years. Come on through, man. All right, let's see what we can do. Right. Um, quick rundown of Tristan's minutes this season with mostly Sacramento and a handful of games for the Pacers. 6.2 points, 5.2, or sorry, 5.4 rebounds. He's only averaging about, you know, 15 or so minutes. If you uh, spread that out and look at his per 36 this season, per 36, 50, nearly 15 points, and 12 and a half boards, um, mm. uh, you know, a block and a steal. So, look, simple question. Would you rather have Tristan Thompson eating some, you know, uh, backup big minutes instead of Tony Bradley? Yeah. There there it is. Yeah, probably. Um, is, is he a more useful player, assuming that he is still, you know, the, the guy we saw getting some minutes for Sacramento this season? Yes. That, I mean, that is an obvious yes. Um can he give you more minutes in addition to more, you know, production than Tony Bradley? Because guess what? Tony Bradley against Sacramento, <laughs> Billy played him eight minutes. Eight. Mm. Eight. Mm. I think Tristan can give you 12 to 15 um, and hopefully, you know, fine play in shape. And most importantly, maybe, most importantly, a goon that yes. this team desperately, desperately needs. You've been talking about that, Dave. You need a goon. You don't just need mop-up minutes behind Vooch. You need a goon. Yes. I need somebody to set the tone when they come in the game, especially in those playoffs. Setting the tone. When you I listen, if we gotta play Milwaukee in the playoffs, 
you're going to see the dividends Tristan Thompson will pay immediately, man. All right. You got, you bring your Bobby Portis out there. Shout out Bobby Portis. You bring Bobby Portis out there. I can throw Tristan out there like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We can match this. I can match you with this now. And now I can bring in my, my other goon in Caruso, you know, who's not a guy who, who's not a really truly a goon because I really, 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 really need him. Mm-hmm. But his mentality and how he plays is what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. I can bring that in. And Matt, man, the way his offense is, all he's a guy who sets picks and rolls to the bucket. Mm-hmm. Io Desumu, hello, <laughs> like off the bench, those assist numbers, easy buckets. It's about to be for Tristan in my brain. This is how he also goes. kind of similar to Caruso brings some of that playoff and championship experience. Correct. All those years with LeBron and Cleveland, those deep mm-hmm. playoff runs. Demar talked about that after the game when they were asking Demar about Tristan. And like you know, all of those playoff series, Raps versus Cavs, going up against each other. One of the reasons that he and Tristan became so tight was you know the mutual respect of those. Uh, you know, uh, bruising playoff series between those two franchises. Um, so, so you're getting the playoff experience from a vet there. And so basically the way I'm looking at it is this. Do I think Tristan off the court is a bit of a douchey wild card? Yeah, I do. I don't like the fact that he's, you know, a baby daddy to however many different women out there. Uh-huh. And I better not see a single Kardashian or a half a Kardashian or a Jenner or a who the F ever come anywhere near the United Center not allowed restraining order do not get within 100 feet of here like perverts near a school all right you are not allowed not allowed I like I I will not stand for it will not tolerate it if DeMar is vouching for him and DeMar can keep him in line Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it I kind of think about it Mm -hmm. like MJ and Phil keeping Dennis in line right back in the day you know this guy's kind of a wild card and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I shouldn't cast stones about Tristan's behavior and personal life off the court if I was the biggest Dennis Rodman Love fan in Dennis the world Rodman. as a child. Right, I was about to say that to it's, you. It's, you know, <laughs> it's not like Dennis was winning any awards for being a saint or being a one-woman <laughs> man, okay? Like, I get it. I get it. But Tristan, I, Tristan still needs to earn that trust from me. Like, That's it, fair. It, he needs to earn that trust from me. And if DeMar is vouching for him, then yeah. I'm okay with this. Yeah, I definitely was about to say that too. I'm like, yeah, you know who else was a douchey wild card, man? <laughs> oh, you mean the guy whose three different colored bulls jerseys are hanging right over there on my wall? You know what I'm saying, man? But I understand, like, there is a difference because Dennis Robin is probably the greatest rebounder of all time. I understand right. the difference in it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But just the, what he came in with, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, though. Like, you, you got the book. You know what it was about. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, also, that is also who his he modeled his game after was mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman. That was mm-hmm. one of his favorite players, man, who he definitely looked at and tried to emulate. And it looks like he tried to emulate him on and off the court. He tried to emulate Dennis Rodman, man. All Has right. He slept with Carmen Electra yet? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, Pro- probably. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy about the move. I am because it just feels like it's the right fit. It feels like you got a guy who, who's got that size, who can switch, who can defend anybody on the floor, who provide the toughness, who can actually score, who can actually get you those offensive rebounds. He's a better offensive rebounder than he is defense. He's a great offensive rebounder. Mm-hmm. But a guy who will eat up those minutes, like you said, those 12 minutes, give Vooch that proper rest and set a tone for that second unit. He now gives them a real kind of identity in the front court for the second unit. And the identity is toughness that, that I want it. Uh, when you're going against these new teams, man. So 
I definitely am excited to see how he operates, especially in the second half when, like I said, part two of that gauntlet kind of kicks off and we play teams like Memphis again. Like, I, I really want to see it pay off then. The, uh, the last piece of this puzzle, of course, is that bringing Tristan in means the Bulls do have to waive somebody off of their current 15. Uh, I saw one tweet from Casey after this news broke where he was suggesting, not reporting, but suggesting that Alfonso McKinney might be the more likely candidate to be waived rather than Matt Thomas, which, you know, I'm sure maybe some of those, you know, Matt Thomas haters out there are, are not too pleased to hear. But Thomas has been getting minutes. Whether or not you agree with it, he's been getting minutes from Billy and McKinney, yeah. I believe, eight DNPCDs in their last 10 games. So yeah. we will see what happens there. But we'll it see. looks like it looks like we're all born again Tristans yeah. uh, right now. And just um, for the record, either one is fine. <laughs> just for the record. Right. Either one, <laughs> y'all, thanks for the time. Yeah. Here's your luggage. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe not quite a van. Maybe not quite a van. Maybe, maybe uh, oh, no. Not, not the way I'm gonna get Maddie Legend out of here, baby. A car service out of town. Car service oh, out of man. town. Uber black. Um, but seriously, I better not see a single Kardashian show their face in Chicago. That's all I'm gonna say. This is our city. This is not their city. Stay the hell away. We finally got rid of the Kanye connection. Please, no Kardashians ever come anywhere near the United Center. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead serious. Uh, <laughs> I made my peace with Lavar. He's been nice and respectful and quiet, yeah, and he's been kind. Haven't heard yeah. from him. No, you great, haven't. great. I I can't I can't handle Kardashians on top of that. Just can't. Okay. Um, all right, man. All right, that's it for today. We'll have one more episode for y'all on Friday to send y'all into the weekend, and it will be mailbag time. Long overdue. We've just been so busy. There's been so much to talk about in so many games. Yeah. We haven't had time for mailbag in at least a couple of weeks now. So we will do that. Hit us up there. 331-979-1369. Or on Twitter, Bulls underscore Peck. Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. And lock on Bulls. That's Big Dave. I'm Matt. Thanks, as always, for listening and watching, y'all. Hit that like button. Subscribe. See you right. Be good.